0: The Council with the Munchkins. She was awakened by a shock, so sudden and severe that if Dorothy had not been lying on the soft bed, she might have been hurt. Dorothy sat up and noticed that the house was not moving, nor was it dark, for the bright sunshine came in at the window, flooding the little room. She sprang from her bed and with Toto at her heels, "'Ran and opened the door. "'The little girl gave a cry of amazement "'and looked about her, "'her eyes growing bigger and bigger "'at the wonderful sights she saw. "'The cyclone has set the house down "'very gently for a cyclone "'in the midst of a country of marvellous beauty. "'There were lovely patches of greensward all about, "'with stately trees bearing rich and luscious fruits.' A little way off was a small brook rushing and sparkling along between green banks and murmuring in a voice very grateful to the little girl who had lived so long on the dry and grey prairies. Dorothy noticed coming toward her a group of the queerest people she had ever seen. They were not as big as the grown folk she had always been used to. But neither were they very small. In fact, they seemed about as tall as Dorothy, who was a well-grown child for her age, although they were, so far as looks go, many years older. All were oddly dressed. They wore round hats that rose to a small point a foot above their heads with little bells around the brims that tinkled sweetly as they moved. The hats of the three men were blue. The little woman's hat was white and she wore a white gown that hung in pleats from her shoulders. Over it were sprinkled little stars. The men were dressed in blue of the same shade as their hats and wore well-polished boots with a deep roll of blue at the tops. When these people drew near the house where Dorothy was standing in the doorway, the little woman walked up to Dorothy made a low bow and said in a sweet voice, You are welcome, most noble sorceress, to the land of the munchkins. We are so grateful to you for having killed the wicked witch of the east and for setting our people free from bondage. Dorothy listened to the speech with wonder. Dorothy was an innocent, harmless little girl who had been carried by a cyclone many miles from home and she had... Never killed anything in all her life. But the little woman evidently expected her to answer. So Dorothy said with hesitation, um, You are very kind, but there must be some mistake. I have not killed anything. Your house did anyway, replied the little old woman with a laugh. And that's the same thing, see? She continued pointing to the corner of the house. Dorothy looked and gave a little cry of fright. There indeed, just under the corner of the great beam the house rested on, two feet were sticking out, short in silver shoes with pointed toes. Oh dear, cried Dorothy, clasping her hands together in dismay. But who was she? asked Dorothy. She was the wicked witch of the east, as I said, answered the little woman. She has held all the munchkins in bondage for many years, making them slave for her night and day. Now they are all set free and are grateful to you for the favor. Who are the munchkins? inquired Dorothy. They are the people who live in this land of the east where the wicked witch ruled. Are you a munchkin? asked Dorothy. No but I am their friend. Although I live in the land of the north, I am the witch of the north. Oh, gracious, cried Dorothy. Are you a real witch? Yes, indeed, answered the old woman. But I am a good witch, and the people love me. I am not as powerful as the wicked witch was who ruled here, or I should have set the people free myself. But I thought... All the witches were wicked, said the girl, who was half frightened at facing a real witch. Oh no, that is a great mistake. There were only four witches in all the land of Oz. And two of them, those who live in the north and the south, are good witches. I know this is true, for I am one of them myself. Those who dwelt in the east and the west were, indeed, wicked witches. But now that you have killed one of them, there is but one wicked witch in all the land of Oz, the one who lives in the West. But, said Dorothy, after a moment's thought, Aunt M has told me that the witches were all dead years and years ago. Who is Aunt M? inquired the little old woman. She is my aunt who lives in Kansas where I came from. The witch of the north seemed to think for a time with her head bowed and her eyes upon the ground. Then she looked up and said, I do not know where Kansas is, for I have never heard that country mentioned before. But tell me, is it a civilized country? Oh, yes, replied Dorothy. Then that accounts for it. In the civilized countries, I believe, there are no witches left, nor wizards, nor sorceresses, nor magicians. But you see, the land of Oz has never been civilized. For we are cut off from the rest of the world. Therefore, we still have witches and wizards amongst us. Who are the wizards? asked Dorothy. Oz himself is the great wizard, answered the witch, sinking her voice to a whisper. He is more powerful than all the rest of us together. He lives in the city of emeralds. Just then the munchkins, who had been standing silently by, gave a loud shout and pointed to the corner of the house where the wicked witch had been lying. What is it? asked the little old woman and looked and began to laugh. The feet of the dead witch had disappeared entirely and nothing was left but the silver shoes. She was so old, explained the witch of the north, that she dried up quickly in the sun but the silver shoes are yours, and you shall have them to wear. The witch of the east was proud of those silver shoes, said one of the munchkins, and there is some charm connected with them, but what is it, we never know. I am anxious to get back to my aunt and uncle, for I am sure they will worry about me. Can you help me find my way? The munchkins and the witch first looked at one another, and then at Dorothy, and then shook their heads. At the east, not far from here, said one, there is a great desert, and none could live to cross it. It is the same at the south, said another, for I have been there and seen it. The south is the country of the quadlings. I am told, said the third man, that it is the same as the west, and that country where the Winkies live is ruled by the wicked witch of the west. Who would make you her slave if you passed her by? ''The North is my home,'' said the old lady. ''And at its edge is the same great desert that surrounds this land of O's. I'm afraid, my dear, you'll have to live with us.'' Dorothy began to sob at this, for she felt lonely. Her tears seemed to grieve the kind-hearted munchkins, for they immediately took out their handkerchiefs and began to weep also. As for the little old woman, she took off her cap and balanced the point on the end of her nose while she counted one, two, three in a solemn voice. At once, the cap changed to a slate on which was written in big white chalk marks. Let Dorothy go to the city of Emeralds. The little old woman took the slate from her nose and having read the words on it, asked, ''Is your name Dorothy, my dear?'' ''Yes,'' answered the child, looking up and drying her tears. ''Then you must go to the city of Emeralds. Perhaps Oz will help you.'' ''Where is the city?'' asked Dorothy. ''It is exactly in the centre of the country and is ruled by Oz, the great wizard I told you of.'' ''Is he a good man?'' inquired the girl anxiously. He is a good wizard. Whether he is a man or not, I cannot tell, for I have never seen him. How can I get there? asked Dorothy. You must walk. It is a long journey through a country that is sometimes pleasant and sometimes dark and terrible. Won't you go with me? pleaded the girl who had begun to look upon the little old woman as her only friend. No, I cannot do that, she replied. But I will give you my kiss and no one will dare injure a person who has been kissed by the witch of the north. She came close to Dorothy and kissed her gently on the forehead. Where her lips touched the girl, they left a round shining mark. The road to the city of emeralds is paved with yellow brick, said the witch. So you cannot miss it when you get to Oz." Do not be afraid of him, but tell your story and ask him to help you. Goodbye, my dear. The three munchkins bowed low to her and wished her a pleasant journey, after which they walked away through the trees. The witch gave Dorothy a friendly little nod, whirled around on her left heel three times and straight away disappeared.